Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I would like to spend time with you in this teaching and teach you how to receive the baptism with fire and the Holy Spirit. The Lord loves all of us so much. We are His children and He wants us to be fruitful, blessed, prosperous, and become blessed the whole world for God. And in order to live a victorious life, we need to depend on the power of the Holy Spirit and live a holy life. And God sent the Holy Spirit into the world to be with us, to be in us, and to be over us. And the Holy Spirit is the one who cleanses us and also empowers us. Therefore, it's so important to know how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, how to be baptized with the fire of God. I got this question all the time. Pastor, how can I be filled with the Holy Spirit? How can I receive the baptism with fire? Let me read Luke chapter 3, verses 16 to 17. John answered, saying to all, Indeed, I baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to lose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the promise of God in the Bible. The Bible says that Lord Jesus Christ will baptize us or fill us or marinate us or really put us in the fullness of the Holy Spirit and also burn us with the fire of heaven so that we can have power to serve God. We can have increased level of anointing and also the cleansing of sin, wrong thing, curses, demonic power out of our life so we can live a holy life and we can have the power to serve the Lord. He wants us to become more like Jesus. Jesus was righteous, holy, and very anointed and powerful. The Lord Jesus had the Spirit without measure. Therefore, we should be hungry to receive more measure of the Spirit in the area of the ministry, the anointing, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and holiness. So, I'm going to read many scriptures to show you principle of how to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the fire of God. Let's look at Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit means the person of the Holy Spirit. So the first principle of how to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit or the baptism with the Holy Spirit and with fire is to make sure that you are a born-again Christian. 
you repent of your sin, you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. You are really born again. You live for God. You are a child of the kingdom of God, and you must keep your heart right before the Lord. So you must be born again, Christian. Baptism with the Holy Spirit and baptism with fire are not for unbelievers. So we need to make sure we repent, and Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Number two, we need to realize the importance of receiving power and sanctification from God, and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter five, verses seventeen to eighteen. Therefore, do not be unwise. God wants you to be wise, but understand what the Lord's will is, and do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. The Bible commands us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we need to realize that. To be filled with the Holy Spirit and to be filled with the fire of God are important in the eyes of God. He wants you to be fruitful in the ministry. He wants you to have power to overcome sin, demons, and the devil. He wants you to live a holy life. He wants you to be fruitful and blessed. And the Holy Spirit is the person who brings everything into our life. From heaven, therefore, it's so important to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and we have a desire to be filled with the fire and with the baptism with the Spirit of God. We need to know that it is not because of our own good deeds that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not that you know a lot of Bible, or you have a position in the church, you have a title in the church, or because you are rich, or you are handsome, good-looking. No, it's not about that. It's not about your good deeds or your own natural ability. Galatians chapter three verse two gives us the answer. How can we receive the baptism with fire? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law, or by your good deeds, by your knowledge, or by your title in the church, or by the hearing of faith? We received the. Infilling of the Holy Spirit and fire by hearing the Word of God and build faith in our heart, we receive the grace and the goodness of God from heaven by faith. So, number one, you need to be born again. You need to make sure that you keep your heart right, you repent of your sin, and you see the importance of receiving the infilling of the Holy Spirit and with fire. And number three, you should build your faith. It may take some time to have the faith to receive. This is the reason why you need to read the Bible concerning the Holy Spirit. This is the reason why I produce a lot of teachings concerning the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the series like knowing the Holy Spirit, walking with Spirit, the anointing, the baptism with fire, the fire of God. You listen and listen to build your faith. That's what I did. When I wanted to be filled with the Holy Spirit many years ago in Thailand, I began to read the Book of Acts and build my faith. And one day, I went to a meeting, and a British physician 
He's a Christian physician from England. Lay hand on me, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. And later on, I heard about baptism with fire. I began to order the teaching CD and listen about the fire of God. Read the Bible, study the Bible until I have faith, and then God gave me the baptism with fire in 1997. So, faith is the key to receive. You don't want to argue with the Bible. You don't want to argue with what the Bible say. You want to surrender and receive by faith. In John chapter 7, verses 37 to 38, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, "If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart." Will flow rivers of living water. Then verse t h i r t I say, but this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Jesus said that if you want to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which mean the same thing, you. Uh, immerse into the Spirit, fill all over the body with the Spirit, all of your life filled with the Holy Spirit and with fire. You should be thirsty for the Holy Spirit. You should be hungry for the things of God. Okay, you're born again. You repent of your sin. You recognize the importance of this command to be filled with the Spirit and with fire. You build your faith, and now you develop the. Thirst and the hunger for the things of God. When you are thirsty for water, you drink water. Is that right? When you are hungry, you enjoy sitting at the table and eat food. In the same way, you should not be thirsty only for water. I'm talking about natural water, or for the physical food. You should be thirsty for the rivers of God, for the living water of God. John chapter 7 verse 39 says that living water means the Holy Spirit. The Bible compares the Holy Spirit as many things: the wind, new wine, water, rivers, rains. The Holy Spirit works with us in a different way. The water comes and cleanses. The wine will control our whole being to help us to walk in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to read many scripture to show you that the Bible talk about the Holy Spirit as water or wine or river. Jeremiah chapter 5 verse 24, the Bible say, "They do not say in their heart, 'Let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives us rain, both the former and the latter, in its season. He reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest.'" The Bible talk about the former rains and the latter rains, which mean the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Hosea chapter six verse three. Let us know. Let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the earth. The Holy Spirit will be poured into our life like a. Former rain and the latter rain. Joel chapter two verse twenty-three. Be glad then, 
you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for He has given you the former rain faithfully, and He will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Joel chapter two. Here, the context of former rain and the latter rain is about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You can see in verses 28 and 29, the Bible say, "And it shall come to pass after that, I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy; your old men shall dream dreams; your young men." Shall see visions, and also on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. You can see the context of Joel chapter two, twenty-five, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, talking about the outpouring of the spirit, and the Bible called the outpouring of the Holy Spirit the former rain and the latter rain. You can see that the Bible compare the Holy Spirit to water, living water. New wine, rivers. In Ezekiel chapter forty-seven, verses one to five, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. The Bible talks about the temple of heaven, and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate, led me around the outside of the outer gate, facing east, and the water was flowing from the south side. This is a vision that Ezekiel saw. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water that was ankle deep. Everyone say ankle deep. The level of water only ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. Now higher to the level of the knee. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to the waist. Wow, waist deep now, ankle deep, knee deep, and then waist. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river. That I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. Wow! The Bible gives us the picture of different measures of the anointing, different measures of the presence of the Spirit, or the outpouring, or the infilling of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you all are hungry and thirsty for the things of God. Not just only ankle deep, not only the level of knee deep or waist deep, but you want to jump in and swim in the big river of God. Your life is like an eagle flowing, flying with the wind of God. Your life is like a man who really swim in the river, filled with the Holy Spirit all the time. But you need to be thirsty. For the things of God, you must have a firm desire, desperation. Say, God, I want more of your Holy Spirit. Come in, fill me. I want to jump into that river. I'm not gonna pull back. I want to flow with the Holy Spirit. 
Mark chapter 2 verse 22 say and no one puts new wine into old wine skins or else the new wine bursts the wine skins the wine is spilled and the wine skins are ruined but new wine must be put into new wine skins again the bible talk about wine new wine which is the holy spirit we should be new wine skins which means we are willing to change we are willing to repent we are willing to remove the wrong, false, old doctrine that we received from the past. We would like to move on to be a new creature of Christ. We want to receive new things from God all the time, to change our life from glory to glory to glory. I don't want to be the same. I want to be new wise skins and receive the new wine from God. I want to change. I'm hungry and thirsty. That is my attitude, and I hope that is your attitude too. I don't want to be the same. I want to be mature and develop my spiritual life from glory to glory and to glory. We must be thirsty for the Holy Spirit and we spiritually drink the living water. We jump into the rivers of God by faith. We have to make the decision. That's why to receive the fire of God needs yielding and surrender. If you pull back and you say, no, the water too cold, too scary, you cannot receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You need to make a decision, I'm going to jump in. I'm so thirsty. I want to be in there. We must have confidence and faith that God will keep His promise. He will give the Spirit to us. Luke chapter 11 verse 13 say, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? We need to really ask God. We need to really surrender to God and receive by faith that God is the faithful God. He keeps His promise. He said, when you ask, you will receive. When you really want to drink, He will give you the water. I remember when my wife received the baptism with the Holy Spirit, she came from another religious background or another denominational background. And in that background, she did not understand about the baptism with fire and with the Holy Spirit. And after she learned about this, she began to ask God, God, I ask you to fill me. So many people lay hand on her, but she didn't get the baptism with the Holy Spirit for many months until one day she was driving on the street and she just developed that hunger and thirst and she said, God, fill me. Suddenly while she was driving, she spoke in tongues and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, it come to the point that my wife really asked and believed and surrendered. You need to do the same thing. You need to be humble to receive from God. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 34 says, Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. James chapter 4 verse 6, But he gives more grace. Therefore he say, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. You need to be humble. If you think that you know everything already, you know a lot of Bible, you are having high position in the church, everyone respect you, you have many diplomas on the wall, and you are so great, 
You have been a Christian for a long time. Oh, I don't need anyone else. I can take care of myself. God will really use me. If you have that kind of prideful attitude, you cannot receive the Holy Spirit or the grace of God. For me, I have to stop thinking that I have high education. I am a surgeon. I'm a doctor. I am a pastor. I know the Bible. I always think I'm a child of God. I'm a little child. I need God's grace. God, I cannot be a good husband without your help. I need the Holy Spirit. I cannot be a good pastor without the Holy Spirit. I am weak. You are strong. I decrease. You increase. We need to come to God with a humble heart, and then we pray and ask. Like what Luke chapter 11 verse 13 say, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So when you get prayer for, you come to the prayer line, or you sit at home listening to the teaching, and you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you close your eyes and ask. Open your heart to receive. This is not about mental. This is not about scientific. It's spiritual. You ask God to pour His Spirit and fire upon you, and you open your heart to receive. Again, this is not a scientific thing. This is not a natural thing. It's a spiritual thing. And when He began to come on you, you cooperate with Him in faith. Yield to the Holy Spirit. You yield. You cooperate. In Acts chapter two, verse four, the Bible tells us about the experience of the Christians in the early church when the fire of God came on them in the upper room, and these believers got drunk in the Holy Spirit. They laughed. They spoke in tongues. When we receive the Holy Spirit, we speak out in tongues and in the heavenly language. We open our mouth and speak, and we. Produce voice from our lips and our mouth, without having to think about what we're gonna say. The Holy Spirit will give us the word to say, and when the Holy Spirit gives us joy inside our being, inside our spirit, we just go ahead and yield and laugh. If God wants us to fall down, we just yield and fall down. If He wants us to shake, just go ahead and shake. Don't resist the Holy Spirit. If He wants us to be drunk. You just get drunk. You just yield. I have all this experience myself. I want to experience everything that the Bible say. I spoke in tongue. I laughed in the Holy Spirit. I cried when God touched me because I felt so touched by the love of God. I got drunk in the Spirit for hours and hours. It's so wonderful. I lost strength like Daniel and John in the Bible, and I could not even get up from the floor. I could not move because the Holy Spirit touches me. Acts chapter two, verse four, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So you can speak in tongue. What else? Verses twelve to eighteen. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, "Whatever could this mean?" Others mocking said, "They are full of new wine." In other words, they were drunk. With something, but Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, 
men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. You remember Joel chapter 2, 25, 28, 29 that I read a while ago. That's what it happened, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Those days is today. We are in those days. And then they shall prophesy. Ephesians 5.18 talk about do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. When you drink alcohol, alcohol will affect your brain, your cell, your body. That's why you get tired, you could not walk, you cannot balance your body, you laugh, you are controlled by the alcohol. In the same way, the Holy Spirit come and control your whole body. When He fills you up, you can laugh, you can get drunk. I got drunk many times in my life that I could not even walk. Holy Spirit was so around me and fill me up. I laugh and laugh and it's so good. It's so full of life, so full of power, so full of energy. I love to be drunk by the Holy Spirit. So we need to yield. And again, to be filled with the Holy Spirit is not about one-time experience. Yes, the first time you speak in tongue, but later on, the Bible says, keep being filled with the Holy Spirit again and again. That's why in New Hope International Church, I keep laying hands on people to receive the Holy Spirit every Sunday. When I travel to mission trip to the camp in certain country, I lay hands many times so that people can be filled with the Holy Spirit. I encourage people who listen to the teaching online to be filled with the Holy Spirit while they are at home. I was filled with the Holy Spirit one time while I was eating dinner with my family and suddenly I get hungry and thirsty <laughs> and the Holy Spirit came on me. I could not finish my dinner and my daughter said, again, my dad got filled with the Holy Spirit. We allow the Holy Spirit to move and to work in our life just as wine affects every cell in our body. You can receive the Holy Spirit at home when you are so hungry, but you build your faith by listening to good teaching to build your faith, and you, you ask the Holy Spirit to fill you in your dining room, in your bedroom. One time, I was filled with the Holy Spirit while I was in the hotel in Malaysia. I was staying in that room with another pastor, but I woke up because of the jet lag. I went into the, to the restroom, and suddenly I say I could not sleep. Jet lag. I pray in the restroom because I don't want to bother another pastor. Suddenly, the Holy Spirit filled me. I cried. I laughed. I got drunk on the floor in that hotel. You see, it doesn't have to be in the meeting or in the camp or in the sanctuary. It can happen anywhere. It can happen between you and God, no one else. Or sometimes people lay hand on you. The anointed person lay hand on you. I received the file of God first time when a evangelist lay hand on me in Portland, Oregon. I received the baptism with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongue when that British 
Doctor Pastor. Okay, he he's like me. Both doctor and pastor lay hand on me in Thailand in 1983. Laying on of hand is one of the ways to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit or fire by the person who have the anointing. Acts chapter 8 verse 17. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 19 verse 6. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. In conclusion, number one, you need to make sure you're born again. Number two, you recognize the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit and being touched by the fire of God, and you. Realize that it's so important to be filled again and again and again, and get cleansed and burned and purged by the fire of God on a regular basis, so that you become more like Jesus Christ, and your ministry will be powerful because you have more power and anointing and holiness, righteousness—not just only power, righteousness and holiness. Three, you need to ask by faith. Four, you need to surrender. Five. You need to be thirsty, and ask God to give you that new wine, the drink of the living water. You surrender. You're hungry. You're thirsty. You ask, and this can be happening by yourself at home or in your office. It can happen while you're reading the Bible or worship God in your own home, or while you're worshiping God in the church. Or it can happen by the laying on of hands, or sometimes it happened when the anointed person walked by you. This happened to me when a very anointed person walked by me. The anointing, the Holy Spirit came on me, and then I got drunk in the Holy Spirit. I hope that this teaching helps you to be filled with the Holy Spirit again and again, first time and again and again, and be touched by the fire of God. Again and again and again, I believe you love the Lord. I believe that you want to grow spiritually. I believe that you want to be fruitful for God, be anointed, and empowered by God. You want to serve the Lord, and you want to be spirit-led Christians. Please put this teaching into practice. The Lord loves you so much. That's why He told me to produce this teaching for you. And please share this teaching. With your Christian friends, and they can understand and learn how to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to be baptized with the fire of God. May the Lord fill you. May the Lord open heaven, pour His Spirit on you, send the fire of God into your life, burn all the dross and the chaff inside of you. May the Lord fill you with the Holy Spirit and empower you. Anoint you to serve Him. May the Lord really give you new wine. You experience speaking in tongues, being drunk by the Spirit, laughter, falling under the power. You experience the power of resurrection, and from today on, you will fill with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. You will be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You are humble people who knows that. You cannot do anything without the help of the Holy Spirit. You are thirsty and hungry. Thank you, Lord. Fill them in the name 
of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness, Lord. We loved you. We want to serve you, Lord. In Jesus' name, fill us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Touch us, visit us, open heaven over us. Thank you, Lord. We trust in your promise. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.